Alright, welcome back to another episode. I wanted to take time and make an episode about depression, especially depression that's induced by this forced isolation that's upon us. And uh, the second thing I want to talk about is how to stay productive and certain things that you could do because, you know, being in this state of isolation, we're forming habits and we don't even realize it. You know, doing the same thing for 30 or 45 days in a row could create habits. And if we don't put an emphasis on what we're doing, if we don't actively pay attention to the habits, the cycles that we're falling into during this time, you know, we're going to lose track of ourselves and we're going to lose track of the good habits that we've formed. And obviously this doesn't apply to everyone, but a lot of people are doing things they probably didn't do before. And I can definitely relate. I mean, I, I haven't had a Netflix account and I just got one like three days ago. And so that's something that's new. You know, that's part of my rotation now, putting something on, watching that dog shit Tiger King documentary. And the first part of this episode is something I've definitely dealt with and I can relate to you know, the isolation-induced depression cycle that a lot of us seem to fall into. Um, and I want to talk about a few things that I've done, a few uh, positive things that I've had to implement in my life to get out of that, to not fall back into that cycle. And it's an active process. You know, a lot of us think that oh, once you get out of it, you can never go back in or, you know, you've overcome something. But depression is this one thing that's always there. You're just distracting yourself by doing other things so you don't focus on it. But it's always there in people you know, that have it or that feel that strongly, especially in these circumstances. So a few things that I've done and implemented. Uh, number one is super obvious, working out, eating clean. It seems obvious. Everyone talks about it. You know, everyone talks about how good they feel when they eat clean. But I understand when you're in a pattern, when you work, when you don't have time to make meals for yourself, you get stuck in the pattern and you kind of survive because your primary task at the moment is whatever it is, your work or your school, and you don't really put an emphasis on it, well, now we have time. And if you're lucky and you work from home, you know, if you're lucky, you still have a job and you can still uh, sustain yourself, you know, try to create that habit of trying to eat clean, trying to make some good habits with good changes. That's something that definitely helps with depression. When you eat healthy, you feel great. You don't feel sluggish. You don't have these micro triggers that may come from, you know, you, you not liking the way you look or you not liking the way you feel, certain things like that. So that definitely helps. And then working out is uh, another obvious one. And everyone's making home workout plans and videos. So that's something to refer to and try to implement that. I mean, the easiest thing that I do is I do about 150 to 200 push-ups a day. And uh, I bought a, you know, I bought a kettlebell and some dumbbells. And so I kind of just do my own thing. And then I go for a walk. I'm uh, extremely careful with maintaining distance, go for runs and uh, trails and stuff like that. So just find something around you if you have the option. If you don't have the option, do a home workout. I promise you, you're going to feel great. It's not going to make you fall back into the depression cycle. If you feel isolated, if you feel disconnected, you know, I have mixed feelings regarding this. And I, my last episode kind of showcases those feelings, but you know, you can get that same social interaction to a certain extent from the internet, meaning communicating with people, you know, responding to people, having that ecosystem that gives you that feeling that you're still connected to people. You know, you still have people that give you that validation and not to get too deep into it because I kind of did in the last episode, but you can still seek that from virtual interactions versus face-to-face -face interactions, which is something that's extremely common and normal in our day-to-day -day normal lives. But since the times that we live in right now force us to be in this situation, we just have to make the most of it. Now, another thing um, I wanted to get into was how to be productive and certain things you can do to keep progressing further. One of the things that I do is I operate on a schedule. 
regardless of if I'm going out or not, which I can't really do as much and I can't really have these podcast episodes or, or go to the office and do the normal activities that I do, I still operate on a schedule. Even though I have the freedom, I can work from home, I can clock in whenever I want, I can lay on my bed and do my work pretty much, or I you know, have these meetings on Zoom, I don't really have to have a schedule. Once the meeting's done, I can go back to doing whatever, and that's, again, the bad habit that you're forming subconsciously. So operating on a schedule, regardless of you know this situation or the normal situation, is extremely important. Set a schedule for yourself, go to sleep at a specific time. Even though you can stay up as long as you want and that's, you know, everyone's bitching on Twitter about sleep schedules and consuming all these documentaries on Netflix, which by the way, I get it. You know, I watched a couple episodes of Tiger King and I understand it's good. It's fun, but you still want to have a schedule. You want to turn it off when it's off your schedule. If you if you have to go to sleep at 11 p.m., turn it off and go to sleep at 11 p.m. Now, this sounds easier than it is to do. And a lot of us have been looking forward to this break being in the normal cycle of life that we've been in for a while. But still, operating on a schedule gives you this peace of mind where you don't feel lost and you don't feel these impulsive urges to do certain things. You know, you have a set schedule, you're doing certain things, and you're still being disciplined. And retaining that discipline is super important because, again, you form subconscious habits. You do something for 45 days in a row and you go back to your normal life. It's going to be a hard transition. Think about it when you were a kid, you know, you went from summer vacation back to school. It's kind of a hard transition. You have to start sleeping early. You know, your parents start enforcing those rules and stuff like that. So try to implement that on yourselves right now. Another thing that's super important and that kind of ties back to both ends of the equation, meaning depression and how to stay productive, is having a goal. If you have something you're working towards, if you have a goal, it's extremely helpful because it's your focal point. It centers you. It centers your actions. It makes you navigate in a proper way you're not all over the place you're not doing whatever your impulse or whatever your you know urges desire from you at that moment your focus and your focal point is super important especially during this time if you don't have a goal just set a micro goal maybe you want to learn um you know how to code or maybe you want to learn how to make art whatever it is again endless resources on the internet go to mit open courseware you can access lectures from MIT professors on whatever topic you want. There's literally a course plan. You can take courses, acquire skills, learn something new, consume valuable content, you know, try to reframe the way your mind works and not to, again, blend this too far into the previous episode. But I think it's important to refocus where the dopamine's coming from in our lives. And a lot of times it comes from social interactions in the workplace or school. Uh, social media, of course, that's where everyone gets it from because it's literally the easiest source. And various other habits also kind of produce dopamine. Now, I don't want to sit here and judge, you know, whether these habits are good or bad, but I think to a certain extent we're all aware of certain things we do to make ourselves happy, even though we know deep down that it's not helping me progress further. So that's just something to consider. And yeah, I just wanted to get into it. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, feel free to reach me at the Flex Coach on Instagram.